Welcome to episode 130. Did you know that there are many drunk idiots running around your cells causing havoc and leading to the development of disease? If you're getting to that age where you're starting to think, I really need to make some changes, or, oh no, what has the next doctor's visit got in store for me? Or you're simply interested in never getting to that place at all and want to optimize the function of your body, then today's episode is for you because on today's show, you're going to learn how you accidentally fill your cells with these really damaging free radicals and more importantly, how you can clear those buggers out and improve your joints, gut health, liver health, reduce brain fog and develop glowing skin. And who doesn't want all of that, right? (laughs) All right, let's do it. Welcome to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. You've tuned in because you want to start taking your health seriously so you don't, well, get sick and die. Here we talk all things health, nutrition and human optimization. Let's jump into it with your host and resident scientist, Maddie Lansdowne. What's up, my healthy friends? Welcome back to another educational podcast session with yours truly. And I'd love you to join me on this mission if you haven't already, that being that It's my mission to coach 250 individuals to lose weight and be their healthiest self before December 2021, before the end of this year. I tell you what, lately I've been really feeling the love from you and in particular, it's about a recent episode that really hit home for a few people, which I'm really happy to hear. I love it when you reach out and let me know how the episodes have made you feel or what you took away or what you changed in your life as a result of listening to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast and the different episodes that I put out affect different people in different ways. Different people t- you know, reach out and say, this is what happened or look at this or look at that or I've made this progress and it's just so awesome to hear about it. And sometimes I hear about it in Instagram DMs. A lot of people share this information inside our Facebook community, which is an amazing sort of safe place for everybody to share. Or I hear about it uh, when somebody writes a review on Apple Podcasts, which is amazing. And this recent episode got a lot of feedback, maybe the most feedback I've ever had on any episode. And that is ep. 126, The Psychology of Being Healthy. It's a big one. And if you haven't caught that one yet, then after you're done here, scroll back a few episodes and jump into episode 126 because it's having a big impact on people and I want you to experience that too. So a big thank you for reaching out and sharing your journey with me and for those people that shared the episode in their Instagram story and social media. Thank you so much. I really, really do get a lot out of knowing what's going on from you and knowing what you're resonating with and what what's landing with you because the more that I know that, the better that I can produce content that really resonates with you again. Um, but it's just so good to know that the podcast helps you traverse some of these challenges that you've been facing. I absolutely love it. And it totally gives my work purpose and motivates me to continue doing the show. So thank you. So if you haven't checked out that episode, potentially the most impactful episode I've done yet, uh, which was unintentional. I didn't know until I did it. Uh, go and check it out. Episode 126. And you know, if you've already heard it, It's probably one of those episodes that listening to a couple of times might help it really, really sink in. So go and check it out. Okay, to today's conversation, we're talking about free radicals. But why? Why are we talking about free radicals? Why why can't we just leave them being free? Well, I'll tell you why. 
Because them being free is not a good thing. We're talking about free radicals and their importance because they mess your shit up (laughs) in a big way. They're everywhere and they lead to some really pivotal damage in your body. I want you to think about free radicals as those drunk guys at the party that are drunk way too early in the evening. So keep that in mind as we move forward. Free radicals, these drunk guys, what they cause is they cause breakage of your cell membrane meaning that your cells begin to fall apart or have spots where they leak and spill out their contents everywhere, making them entirely useless. And, you know, they're not doing the job that they're designed to do, which is a problem. And, of course, we have trillions of cells and it's, this isn't just happening to one at a time. When we've got free radical damage or these free radical guys rock up, it's happening to thousands and thousands and if not millions of cells at once, right? So they break that cell membrane. They also cause incorrect alterations to proteins. So when proteins are produced, they're folded into neat little packages in really specific ways. Uh, They need to be folded in this particular way and sent off to do their job. And if they're not folded in this way, they can't do the job that they're destined to do because different parts of the protein is not exposed to the area that it needs to be exposed to. And it goes, there's some really, really deep chemistry or biochemistry in that sort of protein folding process and protein uh, binding and and sticky sides and whatnot, but we're not going there today. But what happens when a free radical is involved with the, the protein is that it's folded incorrectly, which may mean that it's firstly sent to the wrong location, so the protein rocks up, it's like sending a parcel in the mail, goes to the wrong address, or, or both of these things, and or, when it arrives at whichever location, the right or the wrong location, it can't do its intended job. So it's like receipt ordering, ordering something online on Amazon, getting it to your house, or, not, or, or it going to somebody else's house, as well as when you open the box, it being damaged or the total wrong thing that you ordered, right? So it doesn't do the job that it's intended to do, uh, which can then lead to some very well-known diseases, which I'll share in a moment. And free radicals can cause destruction of DNA, which means the blueprint, the code that holds the instructions for how everything should happen in your body is changed. And when the DNA blueprint is read in order to instruct the body to make certain proteins and switch things on and switch things off, it's like someone put a cigarette on a few spots of a map or that the corner of the map is ripped off or a few pieces of a puzzle are missing. And so the instructions, they're there, but they're read and interpreted incorrectly, which then begins a whole cascade and flow-on effect that is not what the DNA originally intended. But because it has been destroyed by these free radicals, aka these drunk guys, then it goes down this whole path of just affecting every step of the event that that they're intended to uh, change or alter and each thing's not happening as it should, right? So it can even cause massive problems all the way beginning from the DNA level, right? This kind of stuff sadly leads to the inevitable development of diseases and it's been proven that free radical damage contributes to cancer, cardiovascular disease, Alzheimer's disease and Parkinson's disease. Diseases which in part can be related to those misfolded proteins that I mentioned before. It's also correlated with something that you're very likely already starting to think about. And I know you're going to be interested in sticking around to learn about how we can change this because we all want to get on top of this one. You ready? Aging. Who wants to age, right? (laughs) Not me, very likely not you. And where most of us are at a point where we're like, I wish I could 
turn my age back, right? (laughs) But free radical damage has been so strongly linked to aging that they actually have the free radical theory of aging, right? Which basically says that we age because of the accumulation of free radical damage over time, which obviously means that we should do everything we can to reduce these suckers from ruining our youthful glowing beauty. (laughs) Interestingly, one of the bits of feedback I get from my successful female clients and men too, but it's not as much of a thing for them, but the females, the women that I work with that go through the program is that they end up with really healthy glowing skin. They're stoked because their friends start noticing them and they start commenting on how great their skin looks and how they're feeling really good about themselves and the skin improves in part because we start clearing up these free radicals by making different nutritional choices, different stress choices, different relationship choices and it all impacts the free radical profile that someone might be experiencing and inevitably reducing the damage that those free radicals do. So put simply, a free radical in its in itself, in its own world, is an unpaired electron, right? And we're gonna get a little bit chemistry like here. So I hope nobody has some, you know, horrible flashbacks to a time in high school that they really wish that they didn't do. <laughs> like chemistry class, right? So we're gonna get a little bit chemistry here, but don't worry, it's not gonna be too full on. And I'll do my very best to pull it apart in in a way that makes total sense. It's kind of what I try and do on the podcast. Let's give this one a crack, okay? So we've got unpaired electron. And when electrons are unpaired, it leads to the destabilization of a molecule or of an atom. In better English, what I mean is that electrons oscillate around the exterior of atoms, right? And there are a number of different spheres that these electrons are confined to called orbitals. Now, a good way to envisage this is imagine you're holding a basketball and the center of the atom is in the center of the basketball and the outside of the basketball, the bit that you can hold and touch with your hands, let's say that that is an orbital, right? That's the final orbital, the last orbital that's on the outside, okay? So that's, that's how all atoms exist. They have orbitals, which electrons run around in, and inside the basketball, there's smaller basketballs, right, that are different orbitals that where electrons are running around. But we're just going to go with the simple idea that this uh, orbital on the outside of the basketball that you're holding is the orbital that we're talking about. Okay, we're just simplifying it because some of this stuff can get really bloody hardcore in a biochemistry sense. Uh, But let's not go down that path. So they rotate around the electrons. They rotate around this orbital of the atom and they must be energetically balanced. So this orbital must be energetically balanced. So depending on the particular orbital that you're in, you might need two electrons to keep it balanced or four electrons or eight electrons and so on. And these even numbers mean that there is balance. There's an energetic balance. But when something happens to damage it, it might be a case of where it's one electron, three electrons or seven electrons or something like that. And so it is unbalanced. And when unbalanced, think of it like um, one of those uh, top spinners. What do you call them? Those top spinner things when you spin it and it's spinning perfectly, right? In a perfect circle and like you're sort of looking at it, admiring it like, wow, look, it looks so, you know, amazing. 
just spinning perfectly through the air. And then once it starts to lose its pace and, and it starts getting destabilized and going up and down, but it's still rotating, think of it like that. This molecule is now really destabilized and it's wonky and it's fallen all over the place. So that's what happens when we destabilize these molecules by taking an electron away and having in that final orbital an odd number of electrons, okay? So the point is that it becomes a free radical because the now we've got odd numbers. So say we're in a situation where now we've got seven in this one and it used to be eight, but the one that it was connected to is also gone. So you've got two molecules here or two atoms, if we're depending on which level we're talking, where one of, the, one of them is sitting here, uh, one of the molecules is sitting on seven and the other one's sitting on one. So you've got two drunk guys, right, <laughs> at this party. And so th- they're both desperately, desperately seeking stabilization. You know, they're this wonky spinner that's going around and around going like, oh, when's it going to stop? When's it going to fall? Is it going to fall off the table? We don't know. We don't know. And it's desperately seeking to get back to balance again because in an unbalanced state, it is volatile or radical, if you like. And don't forget that other one guy too. He's out there, that one electron's running around, smashing into things, right? And so now it's destabilized. They're literally running all over the place trying to get a partner. Right, trying to get stable again. Trying sevens trying to go to eight, ones trying to go to two, and they will rob anyone. They will take that electron off anyone. Okay, and so what they do is they are the drunk guy at the party, trying to fall, falling around, falling around the place, trying to lean on the bench, knocking over the vase, knocking over glasses, falling over here because they're desperately seeking to be stable. And it's the same with these free radicals. Is these molecules that are now no longer stable they're desperately seeking it and they'll run into the next thing and they'll, they'll they might get their electron but in the process of doing that they destabilize the next one and that's called a free radical cascade is that the molecule that's the free radical runs into the next thing it might be the cell wall it might be the dna it might be any part of the interior of the cell and it's like oh i'm stable but in doing that i robbed somebody else of their electron and now they're unstable and then it just goes and goes and goes right and this can be it eventually sorts itself out and we'll get to the things that help sort it out right so it's again it's it's the the drunk guy at 8 p.m looking for stability but ruining everybody's night in the process, right? Smashing stuff everywhere. And that's the idea I want you to think of when you think of free radicals in your cells is it's just this person going around destroying everything, right? So the damage caused by free radicals is called oxidative stress because most free radicals are destabilized oxygen-based molecules and they then go and wreak havoc on your cell structures, membrane, DNA, as I mentioned. It may be a surprise to you to know that free radicals are in part a normal part of the immune system. And you're probably like, what? How? Why would our body produce this? Well, remember, we're in an exceptionally westernized world and the influence of that western world means that our lives are grossly in excess and catastrophically exposed to high numbers of free radical producing situations, right? So... So picture this, right? Unlocking your potential, conquering emotional eating, and gaining insights directly from a health and nutrition expert such as myself. That's what we do inside the Healthy Mums Collective Facebook group, which is currently free to join. If you've ever felt trapped by food challenges, struggled with maintaining a healthy lifestyle, or yearned for a community that understands the reasons why you've yo-yo dieted for years, then there's a new chapter waiting to be written. 
And this is your chance to start writing it by joining us all on Facebook Lives, on engaging posts that push you out of your comfort zone and into growth, and Q&A sessions with me. All of this works as a platform to begin changing your emotional eating problems for good. Oh, and also, as a special gift, you receive my transformative How to Turn Food into Self-Confidence ebook. And that's also for free. I get it. Skepticism might linger. You might think, Maddie, I've heard these ads and I'm not sure. Well, at least a quarter of the members inside the Healthy Mums Collective Facebook group have been paying clients of my emotional eating program at some point over the last three or four years. So if you're not sure, you can post in the group and ask to find out if I'm the real deal or not. It's totally up to you. To join us in the free Healthy Mums Collective and to end your emotional eating and feel good in your own skin and begin that journey, pop down to the show notes below, click the link and breeze through three simple entry questions. Join today and let's embark on a journey of growth and empowerment. The link is in the show notes below. The natural one that happens, the big one, is breathing. That produces free radicals in your body, right? It's called oxidative phosphorylation or cellular respiration. Basically, when you breathe, your cells breathe. And that process produces some free radicals, right? Which is a normal part of the immune system. However, it's the following ones that become the real concern. So UV light, when we go out in the sun, that produces free radicals. X-rays produce a bunch of free radicals. Buildup of heavy metals like copper and iron. Um, and a good example for anybody that um, is familiar with iron or has any problems with iron is uh, one variation of that is hemochromatosis. Now, this is an issue with free radicals and iron, right? Again, reduction to oxygen. We're talking that oxygen molecule. So, we get a reduction of oxygen to the tissues, to our muscles. That situation can produce free radicals. Think about a workout when we're starting to tire, producing free radicals in that situation. And chemicals, toxins, and medications that are in our food, that are in our houses, that are in our beverages, that are in our drinking water. All of these things can produce free radicals. So, the question, of course, remains what on bloody earth can we do to reduce free radicals? (laughs) So as you probably gather when I talk about these things, I I really think that there's three tiers to change when it comes to nutrition, health, weight loss, any of this type of stuff. I think there's three tiers and and I think people often fail to be sustainable in their changes because they don't go through all three tiers. So there's subtraction, so taking away the problems that cause free radicals, substitution, and what I mean by that is changing the things, substituting the things that uh, were in their place for something better. So, you know, you're doing what I call a routine swap out there. Um, or And then finally, addition. So, adding in things that can really help. Or and another way to look at this is remove, swap, and add. Okay, so the first thing is to subtract the crap. <laughs> that should be a tagline, subtract the crap. So, of course, sugar-rich rich foods. They're full of chemicals that are unnatural. They're full of toxins. And the refined sugar in itself is a toxin. So, sugar-rich foods produce free radicals, right? Basically, anything in a bag, a box, or a can. Anything that's been heavily manufactured or refined is going to cause you free radical problems and be free radical producing because um, all the best ones last. I nearly dropped it just then. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it last. Um Eating char-grilled food, so food that has black burnt bits on it from frying, 
get that off your plate and get it into the bin. So, you know, when we fry things up, particularly when they've got sauces on them or herbs and spices as the flavoring, they often burn. And if we leave the you know meat there too long or the vegetables there too long, they actually burn. So we want to add heat, but we don't want to burn it. We don't want any of those small burnt bits because they will produce free radicals. So get those bits off the plate and into the bin and better ways to cook are, of course, roasting or boiling or um, slow cooking. So they're all ways that you're going to avoid that type of thing. Although you can definitely burn things in the oven. So just make sure you're managing that situation. But slow cooking and boiling, you pretty much can't go wrong. Basically food from heaven. (laughs) And nutritional density is much higher in those foods. Anyway, stress. As you might expect, stress is not your friend here or anywhere really. Well, hang on. Not anywhere. (laughs) If you're running away from a guy with a knife, stress could be pretty useful. But it produces free radicals nonetheless if we're chronically stressed. And it's back to that Western influence on the world that we've always got to be busy and doing all the things and everyone's got imposter syndrome because they feel like they're not enough yet because if I just do the next thing or I just sign up to the next program or I just get the next certificate or I just, you know, give my kids another opportunity to play the fifth sport that they're playing, you know, like... That shit ain't good for you mentally and physically. So stress produces free radicals. Toxins. Toxins are one of the most damaging free radical producers that there is. Um, And what am I talking about with toxins? Basically any artificial chemical in your house. And that includes things like smellies, like, you know, those nice things that make your car smell nice or that make your house smell nice and they put out this this odor into the air. Most of that shit is really bad for you. Endocrine disruptors, carcinogens, and of course, in, in being both of those things, they are free radical producers. Okay, so any household products in your kitchen, in your bathroom, particularly those cleaning products and So obviously, we want to get rid of those because they're just detrimental. Again, carcinogenic as well, endocrine disruptors as well, uh, microbiome disruptors as well, especially when we talk about toxins in our drinking water. You know, we want to get uh, filtered water. Oh, I'm going into the substitution there. Um, The final one on the subtract the crap list, and this is the big one that I was like, oh, I'm going to leave that to last. And this is, I believe this is the worst one. And we might be up for debate on that, but really, you know, it's all crap. But vegetable oils, most catastrophic free radical producers that you can put into your body, right? Canola oil, corn oil, soybean oil, safflower oil, sunflower oil, peanut oil, margarine, and shortening. Get this shit out of your house and never buy it again. That's literally the best health advice you could get from anyone. That right there will change so much for you if those foods, if those oils rather, are things that you use and purchase regularly. Your entire health trajectory will change on that single point alone. And I'm very passionate about vegetable oils. They're so catastrophic. Get them out of your house, never to come back and start reading labels on foods. And and whenever you see these oils, put them down because these oils are hidden in everything. And it's one of the things um, with nutrition is that everyone knows sugar's bad because there's an aisle in the supermarket or there's many aisles and everything's in bright colored packaging and sold as delicious, sweet food. Like it's like nobody's lying to us with sugar, right? We know it's there. It's bad. It's in the aisle. It's in those packets. Vegetable oils is hidden in so much stuff, including health food. So start reading the labels. I'm going to do I've been saying this for a while, but I've got to do vegetable oil masterclasses because there's so much you need to know about vegetable oil. Anyway, these are all things that 
produce free radicals. So subtract the crap. The other thing is then the next step, substitution or swap. So we want to swap out the vegetable oils for healthier oils, extra virgin olive oil, uh, or remember, always organic, uh, avocado oil, ghee, animal fats. We want to swap out stress for relaxing self-care. We want to stro- uh, breath work. Um, we want to swap it out for meditation, hypnosis, this kind of thing. We want to swap out our cooking techniques from frying as much, maybe to roasting, maybe to uh, using a slow cooker more often and swapping out our sugar-rich foods for healthier sweet foods, right? And, you know, there's a whole conversation around whether fruit's good for you or not. I'm not debating that today, but going from chocolate across to, you know, fruits, pineapple, that's that's a pretty healthy move, right? So swap. Remember, one tweak a week. Master one small step at a time. Then the next step is add. Add the good stuff. That's why we're here. We want the answers to solve the problems, right? So antioxidants are the free radicals worst nightmare because anti and this is the whole reason we need our antioxidants right is because they are molecules that are able to donate an electron to the crazy drunk guy so they're essentially like the cops coming in and or or a mate coming in and getting under the drunk guy's shoulder antioxidants they're able to donate an electron without destabilizing themselves it's really important because if, if they did, then they'd just be adding to the free radical cascade because they'd collect the electron and be de- or they'd give away the electron and be destabilized themselves. So it's really important that you understand that antioxidants don't destabilize when they give away their electron. So these guys are awesome. They're, they're the mate coming to pick up the drunk guy. They come in, they pick him up so he's stable, they take him out, and everything returns to normal, right? I mean, the vase is still broken and the glasses are still broken and there's still wine on the floor, but, you know, we'll clean that up. We'll clean that up with the putting in the good food. Now, the body produces antioxidants naturally, but in volumes that are nowhere near enough. So we have to turn to our food to find them in the quantities that we really need them to keep these free radical drunk twats from destroying our cells and causing disease. So where do we find them? So the big players are vitamin A, vitamin C, and vitamin E, right? Um, And look, there's a ton more. But the foods that we get these types of antioxidants from are from our fruits and vegetables, from our flavors, from different drinks. Um, So I'm going to give you a list actually so, so that you know exactly what to buy to combat these free radicals. So we've got blueberries, oranges, carrots, spinach, broccoli, green tea, dark chocolate, salmon, if you can actually find wild-caught salmon, all the rest is crap, garlic, pecans, sweet potatoes, cilantro, turmeric, ginger, thyme, cumin, cayenne pepper, the list really does go on. (laughs) The key is to eat whole real food with a variety of colors on your plate because so many whole real food sources have antioxidants in them. So following the rainbow method and lots of different types of food, picking up a a food in the produce section that you're not really familiar with and chucking it in, whether it be an eggplant, whether it be an artichoke, whatever it might be, diversity is your friend as well as it's the friend of your microbiome and your your gut health as well. So, So that's the major way that you can do stuff in order to stabilize these free radicals. There's also metal carrier proteins. They bind free radicals and stabilize them and thus they lose their damaging ability. And the same thing with a thing called scavenger enzymes. They have, an en- they have an electron scavenging ability. And they do something similar by stabilizing these drunk idiots and making sure they don't cause any more cellular damage. But the main one that you have control of is putting antioxidants into your daily diet because... 
Free radical producing stuff, that list that I mentioned before, is absolutely everywhere in the Western world, especially if you're in a city breathing in this toxic air, drinking this unfiltered, you know, toxic water that we've got. I mean, we do pretty well here in Australia. The water's pretty clean, but trust me, you want to get a filter. Anyway, I hope you've learned something from this episode talking about free radicals. They are everywhere and antioxidants are your best friend. Make sure that you start clearing out those vegetable oils because they're producing absolute hell and they're the number one contributor to cardiovascular disease. I will unpack what I just said there on another episode. But if you've loved this episode, you know the deal. Take a screenshot, share it with a friend or a family or tag me in your Instagram story or social media story at Maddie Lansdowne so that I can see who's listening to the show. And just like you did with episode 126, if this resonated with you, let me know. Shoot me a DM. Slide into my DMs, as they say. <laughs> let me know how you liked it, how it felt, what you thought, what questions came up. I tell you what's really useful when you let me know your questions and things you want to know because then I can create content for you that you love. So slide into the DMs, share it in your social media um, and share this ep- episode with a friend that really needs to learn something that we've mentioned today because the more people that are listening into this... because Basically, there's a rule. If somebody's seen you naked or you've seen them naked, they don't listen to you, (laughs) right? So, if you're advising your partner to do something, be like, oh, listen to Maddie's podcast or go on a healthy diet or eat this way. You could have been saying it for years, but if they've seen you naked, they don't take you seriously, right? So, and then they'll come home one day and they'll have listened to my podcast because somebody else told them to or they found it on their own and they'll be like, hey, babe, did you know that this podcast is pretty legit? And you'll be like, I've been fucking telling you that for ages, right? So remember, if you need me to help you get the message across to your loved one, share this episode with them. (laughs) Because fortunately, I hope they haven't seen me naked. Anyway, gang, love hanging out with you and I will see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. If you love this episode and health information is your thing, then please consider subscribing to the show. And when you're done, head over to iTunes, Google Podcast or whichever app you use and we'd be grateful if you could leave us a five-star rating and write a review sharing your opinion on the show as it really helps the podcast grow. Thanks so much and I'll see you on the next episode. Whilst the presenter that feature on this podcast endeavour to provide accurate information, it cannot possibly take into account your individual circumstances, and therefore the content on this podcast provided by any of the speakers is not intended as advice in any way for any individual, and should not be a replacement for professional medical or health advice of any nature. Always seek advice regarding your personal situation from a qualified medical professional.